So welcome, everybody. We have another podcast today, another Money Power and Influence podcast. I'm your host, BC. I have my esteemed guest, Arash, and, um, you know, we're just coming out of the Metamorphosis event this weekend, and I can say that I I feel like a different person, and we may, you know, touch on it. Obviously, we're not supposed to share the information that we got from it, but, um, you know, since I've been back, it's been a different world. So how are you, my friend? I'm doing really good, man. Thank you for coming down and being part of the event and supporting it. It was really fun for me, really fun. And, um, yeah, it's transformative for everybody, myself also. It's really fascinating. I kind of expected – it's weird. Well, as I said that, I realized it wouldn't be right. If I expected it, then I wouldn't be surprised because I'm surprised. But what happened was um, right afterwards, you know, by Monday morning, by Monday night, for sure. It was like I was suddenly in a realm of brand new information. And it's kind of like this thing that I've observed. Nothing mystical about it. I mean, I'm not into that right now. So um, there has to be just something that when you um, empty the the cup, or they said, I remember it was an old teaching from L. Ron Hubbard, and it said, nature abhors, which means is repulsed by and uh, doesn't like a vacuum. You know, it always tries to fill a vacuum in. And so next thing you know, man, I am on a whole new level of knowledge that I think was just being held back by the information in metamorphosis. So it's a trip. I, I'm deep into research. I'm deep into a new level. My clothing changed as of now. If you saw, saw how I was dressed right now, I don't look anything like I was in metamorphosis. As I went home and I said, okay, got to change the clothes. So it's it's a trip, man. It's a fucking trip. So I'm going to do in another event in uh, mid-April. I decided I would rotate uh, four events every month. So basically you have a year, you have 12 months, and there will be four separate events, Metamorphosis being one of them. And then the next one will be coming up will be Prometheus, as I've done before, but it will be a new level of it. And I'm going to do two more events, and then they'll cycle again. And what I'll do is I'll have the alumni of the old events they want to come back, they can come, you know, and uh, pay half off whatever the event is, or just bring a guest and they can come for free. So it's cool, man. It's exciting. And then we're heading over to Hollywood this weekend to do an event with Vince. I think you're going to be there too. And uh, that's where I'm at. What's going on with you? That's awesome, man. And wow, with all the events, that's incredible. And I love what you said about, um, you know, the, the whole information and how it was holding you back and how you feel different. Uh, that's a great way to describe it. Um, you hit the nail on the head. I, I feel exactly the same way. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the events, especially this coming up weekend. It's going to be fun. Uh, besides that, it's just been getting back into action and taking more action. You know, I feel like after the event, I can really tackle new things with a different energy, and it's been great. Uh, one thing that <clears throat> that I want to pull from the event, um, something that you do, and I, I believe this is going to be very beneficial for the people on the podcast, is um, one thing I noticed about the way you communicate, Arash, is you can take the most complex subject and you can explain it in such a simple fashion that it's very palatable and understandable whether somebody watching would be a kid or an adult, somebody very intelligent, not intelligent at all. And, uh, you know, as you explain things and I go to more and more events, I, I see that uh, throughout your communication and I believe that is one of the 
reasons that you're such an effective communicator. And I know our podcast has a lot to do with money, power, influence, persuasion. And I think that's a great topic we can discuss a little bit because, you know, uh, the simpler I've made things, you know, we hear the saying less is more. Uh, you know, it's very, really made me much more effective, too. So I wanted to ask you, is this something you always knew? Is this something that was naturally a part of your communication? Or was this something that you learned uh, from somebody or a certain person that really allowed you to be as effective as you are? I think that I don't know how I'm such a good communicator. I know I am. I'm not going to lie about it. I know I'm very effective. I know I'm probably one of the best communicators alive right now. Uh, by the results that I get, and by observing uh, the results, we can figure out where we are. So, But I don't know how I got there. I really don't. I, I've looked at it a lot. Because for me, it's one of those things that I don't understand why people aren't. And that's the trippy part, you know. Because uh, truly, even now, even now recognizing that people aren't, even now getting that people are in different conditions and stuff, I still find myself surprised at people's lack of uh, communication or their lack of awareness when they communicate. You know, this is this is about ninety percent of my issue in my relationships. Like, like it just breaks down. So, maybe more, man. I don't know. I can't think of other problems really besides somebody not communicating properly, and it just ends up becoming some dumb shit in my life that shouldn't be there. And how irritated I get when I see it. But since I see it all the time. I've come to terms with, okay, so it must be that I'm uh, somehow getting this on another level. So then I try to, my task becomes, how do I get my point across to people? But I don't know how I became a good communicator. Besides, that's just, I don't know, I like it. And I, I, I can't, again, I can't understand how a human being wouldn't be a good communicator. Because any idea that if somebody has would have to go through the channel of communicating it to somebody else. And so how could one be successful with other human beings if they can't get their ideas from point A to point B? I can understand it if somebody never dealt with people or dealt with people on a minimal basis, and I could go, okay, that person is not a good communicator because they don't really deal with people, even though you can't live without dealing with people. So it's not fair to say, you know, or they don't really deal, deal with that many people. They have to deal with, deal with their family, they have to deal with their friends, they have to deal with school. And so we have to just figure out this basic idea that whatever you're doing, when you're dealing with another human being, it's going to be as effective as your ability to communicate that idea. How many inventions, I wonder, and how many great ideas, I wonder, have gone unnoticed or just thrown under the rug because the person who created it was not able to communicate it properly. And how many relationships, okay, I can tell you that one. How many relationships have been broken up because one or two people in the relationship were not able to get their ideas across properly or they gave the wrong idea across? And that is a big, big part of communication is we actually miscommunicate. Not only do we not communicate, we miscommunicate. We say things that mean something else a lot of times. And sometimes you find yourself arguing about subjects that are you two people are saying something totally separate, totally different, and they think they're arguing about the same subject. It's fascinating, man. The, the subject of communication can go on and on and on. But to, really, I, I don't know how I'm good at it or how I became good at it besides I'm fascinated by it. And it's just always been uh, the easier thing to do. Like, it doesn't seem anything supernatural. We're just communicating. We're talking. 
like we are right now. Just get your idea from what you're thinking to somebody else. Use words to get it there. And then check to see if they get it. If they don't get it, use other words and use other examples. And keep doing that until they get what you're saying. That is the basis of communication. But you got to check your work, you know? I love that, man. And I just love that, that sheer honesty that you don't know how. And the funny thing with me is uh, I felt the same way before. I was just like, well, you know, it was just something that I just started doing. You know, I started talking more and, and researching more and kind of what I did really that that helped me was I started watching people like yourself and other people on YouTube and even going to seminars and events. And I was like, wow, that guy's a great speaker. Anthony Robbins, for example. I went to Unleash the Power Within in October of 2015. And not only was I very present and learning what he was saying, but I was also looking because uh, ever since I got into sales and came across your stuff, I started looking at the world through a different filter. I'm always looking at the world through this filter of like sales, okay, communication, and I see patterns, I hear things, and it's, it's very obvious to me. Like I could be talking to you right now or even watching something on the screen and there's another conversation going on and I can like clearly see what's going on. It's almost like there's like this computer screen in front of my head like with the matrix writing going down and I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing here. Okay, he messed up saying that. And it, it's, it's pretty funny. And uh, I got to that point, uh, large in part, kind of like you, like it fascinates you. And it always fascinated me because growing up, um, I, I was a confident person. Uh, I would say that my communication definitely wasn't the best. I tend to have a short fuse. I would find myself arguing with people a lot. But I knew deep down, even though I didn't really know much about communication, I would feel bad when I would argue with people. And I knew that was like a violation of one of the laws. And I remember, if I fast forward back to that uh, Tony Robbins event, I was like, man, this guy's incredible. And, you know, watching your videos and some other videos. So what I did was I just started studying great speakers and, and seeing what they did right, what they did wrong. And I started find, finding all these commonalities. Like, they would, great speakers don't use filler words, like, like, um, and they never argue. They have a lot of charisma. They have a lot of passion uh, behind what they're saying whatever they say, you feel, and you feel it deep down inside that what they're saying is honest. And I was like, wow. And I started finding all these common threads. And then as I looked at my life and what I wanted uh, when I jumped into real estate or looked at any other career, I realized very quickly that your ability to communicate or lack thereof was going to determine how far you got. And I can definitely stand here today and say, especially in my industry where I have what is coined as competition, even though I don't see them that way, you know, if I talk to a client, odds are they're talking to at least three or four other real estate agent, uh, real estate agents. And what's the, what's the main reason that I'm able to to win the client? And it comes down to communication because they're not going to remember what we said. They're not going to remember all the details. They don't care who sells the most houses or anything. They're going to go with who they felt the most comfortable with, who they felt they could trust, and every other element that has to do with the human element and all those attributes that they would see in somebody that they like are going to be discovered through the way they communicate with them. Did they feel good? Did I give them good emotions or bad emotions? So I started realizing very quickly that this this game was going to be one with communication. That's really what drew me to you and a lot of these other people. And uh, was there any point in your life, Arash, maybe it was early on, where you really uh, knew that your ability to communicate was really going to just skyrocket your life and really be the, the, uh, the determining factor as far as how far you were going to get with your success? Yeah, actually, again, this morning, I made a YouTube video announcing my YouTube channel. 
And this is something I keep coming across. You know, I'm not the fastest or the strongest animal in the jungle. I'm not the greatest swimmer in the jungle. I can't fly the highest or whatever. But it seems like when it comes to communication, I'm up there in the very top of the of the ladder, in the very top of the food chain. And so success is what drives me. And so this morning, you know, like I said, oh, well, okay, what am I dressed in right now? I have slacks again and button shirt, brand new watch, uh, Armani I just bought this morning just <laughs> just to have it because I threw all my – when I change outfits, I change, you know, styles, I throw everything away, which is just lame, but I do it. So I had no watches, or if they are, I don't know where the fuck they are. So I – I before I went to the fucking gym today, I had to go buy a watch. I mean, that's how anal I am with shit like this. I mean, let me use a different word. Okay, that's how obsessed I am with this shit. And so, there I go. I buy a goddamn fucking watch, and finally I said, okay, good. Now I can actually face the world, you know, looking the way that I feel for what I'm doing next, and driven, driven, driven with the success suddenly on another level of it. And what what happens is I'm going to the gym, I buy the watch, as I'm driving to the gym, I'm getting this idea, I'm getting this fucking idea that, okay, you want your success to go to the next level, you got to use what it is that you have that nobody else has at your level, and that is, dude, you got to fucking communicate, and you got to show people your life. You've created this life, you have the ability to communicate on subjects in a way others can't, and this is how you're going to do it, you know, and I don't know if I'm talking to me at that point, or a higher power is talking to me, or I'm going nuts, but all I'm saying is I'm getting this idea. So I immediately, if you see the YouTube video, I'm actually sitting in the parking lot of the gym while I made that video, and I made that decision right there, that that's what's going to happen. So I again realized today that it's going to be communication at the next level that's going to take me to the next level of success. So uh, you say, when did I realize that? I continually seem to go to this as I as I live and I achieve certain levels of life, then again, as I'm about to level up, it seems to go back to fucking communication being what is going to be my forte in this thing. And uh, it happened this morning, and I'm sure glad it did because, you know, I'm not going to produce a number one CD. I'm not going to be a rock star. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm not going to be a movie star. I think I have that capability and possibly in the future, but, there are certain things I'm not going to achieve. I'm not going to be like an inventor. I'm not going to make the next computer. Uh, however, however, uh, I am an incredible communicator. And so in, in using what I do have, I plan on achieving a high, very, very high level of fame and success and celebritydom and money and all the things that the sheep have a problem listening to. But if you're on this podcast, you probably love. And they should be proud of it. You know, I, again, today I had to question my car, which was funny. I drive a Prius. I have a a very nice Jeep that I don't drive that just sits there because I love driving my Prius. But suddenly I'm dressed in a different manner. <laughs> when, I walk, when I walked out of my Prius with Louis Vuitton shoes and Gucci belt and Tiffany's rings all over my fingers and the Armani Exchange watch, I just looked back at my watch and said, okay, I look goofy. I looked at my car and I think this is weird. Okay, so I'm like, fuck, do I need to get another car or what the fuck is happening here? And then I actually thought about your car. I actually thought about your car because there's a group of girls there. And, you know, I walked out and naturally I know I'm good looking and I have a good presence. So they looked at me and then I immediately became aware of my car. 
And I was like, fuck, man. And then I thought about you and you walking out of your car and how it would probably add to the image of what you're doing. And mine now, the previous, mm, I don't know, I'm not feeling too good about it at the moment. <laughs> I love that, man. That's so awesome. <clears throat> it might be time to step up to that Ferrari, my friend. Uh, I could definitely see yes. in one of those. That's funny. So um, I did get two questions, man, so I want to jump into those real quick just to make sure that we get it because I know we can talk all day about these subjects. So uh, one of the questions I got was how do you communicate, and I'll, I'll let you answer it first and then I'll, I'll jump on it. How do you communicate with colleagues who might not like you, or how do you deal with those who are jealous that you temporarily have to be around? Everything comes down to the decision of what am I doing Right? What am I what am I trying to accomplish here? What's the effect I'm going for? Right? And everything will be evaluated from that. So if I have to deal with them in order to suddenly get a, a million dollar check, then I'm gonna fucking deal with them and get that million dollar check if that's my goal. If I have to deal with them because they're going to help uh do the next project, then I'm gonna fucking deal with them. Um it to me to me, in this in this moment in my life, you know, and as people listen to these podcasts and moving forward, I know things change. But again, I always insist on I will teach where I'm at at that moment. Uh, right now, with the mentality I have, as Prometheus event will be the next event here in San Jose, which is this which is the mentality behind it. I'm going to give everybody the the, the laws behind this. Um, it's very simple. I know what I'm doing. I know what my um, goal is in that moment with that person and everything else is second to that my feelings are second to that my i don't give a shit okay i'm here to do my goddamn job and uh only only if they hinder that job only if they prevent that from taking place will i then have an issue you see otherwise i don't have a fucking issue and this is why i'm guaranteed the level of success that i'm guaranteed is because I'm uh, I know what I'm doing and so that is what I'm doing. Everything else is secondary. My feelings are secondary. My sleep is secondary. My food I don't give a shit. I'm I'm doing something and I'm gonna get the fucking thing done. So everything will be evaluated based on that. So the question will be answered by this. Um, depends on the situation. What are you there doing? What's the relationship of that person to that project or what you're doing? And remember that if you're there doing your job, your job comes first. Otherwise, don't do the job. Like, if, the, if you're an EMT and you're going to be saving someone's life and you can't get along with the person next to you but someone's dying, you need to fucking save the person's life. That's your job. If you're a neurosurgeon, that's what you got to fucking do. Heart surgeon, that's what you got to fucking do. So to me, my job is that important. Then after the job is done, then I would reevaluate and go, okay, now that asshole has to be around me again. So I either need to change that him to somebody else or remove myself because I don't want to continuously deal with an asshole like that. But that's what I would do. Beautifully said, man. Um, I'm, I agree with that. My answer to that would be if I have to deal with it, I will. If not, I will get rid of them or I, I will rid myself from the environment. It's, it's really that simple. And the way you answered it makes sense. You know, if you're an EMT, yeah. I mean, your job comes first. That, that's great. I completely agree with that. Um, here's, here's another question, and I'll answer it first, and then I'll pass it to you, Arash. Um, when it comes to self-development or educating yourself, self-education, how many subjects do you study at one time? Uh, me personally, I like to get one subject and learn anything and everything about it and master it. Uh, what's funny is 
I've met some people recently, and I've just you know found people online who, and I, I hear this statement thrown around all the time that they're a quote jack of all trades, and every time I hear that I laugh, and I'm like telling myself, yeah, he's a jack of all trades, but I guarantee you he's broke. We we live in a society of of dabblers and people that just want to you know put their nose here and nose there, and nobody really wants to take something, grab it by the throat, and just say, okay, I'm gonna make this my bitch, and that's what I wanted to do with sales and communication and persuasion and influence. And I'm still, you know, climbing that mountain. I'm not at the top yet, but I can say, especially in my world in, in real estate, I'm up there. You know, like I'm speaking next month at the San Diego Association of Realtors on, you know, prospecting and lead generating and communication, basically, and how to make some money in real estate and really pick up clients, whether you're new, you're tall, you're short, you're broke, you're white, you're black, it doesn't matter. Because I've taken something and in my industry gone to the top in a blink of an eye, and people are telling me, I'm telling people now, like, I've only been in the business three and a half years, they're like, what the fuck, are you serious? Like, how are you having the success? It's because I took one thing, and I want to reach to my potential and master that one thing. Now, have I learned other things along the way? Of course, but the majority of my time is spent on that subject, and until I feel like I have a good overall mastery of the subject, I'm not going to step to something else. You know, I'm, I'm sure... People who were great at one thing, uh, like Bill Gates, I'm pretty sure he didn't, you know, pick 20 things to get good at. He picked one or two, and he got really good at them. And do I still study other subjects? Of, uh, of course, but I would say 80, 90 percent of my time is dedicated to one thing at a time. How about you, Arash? Yeah, very similar. Um, I don't think I've been studying any other subject besides the subject of myself being able to do what I need to do in life uh, to be successful. Like, I think that's the filter. So it may look like a lot of different subjects, but it's not. I remember when I decided to teach pickup and seduction, I told my dad, I remember we were in his house, and I said, yeah, I'm going to do my first boot camp, and I'm going to charge for it, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, you see, that's your problem. I said, what's my problem? He said, uh, my dad's a businessman of like 45 years, long, no, 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 way longer than that, uh, about, about 60 years he's been in his own business. And I said, um, I said, what's my problem? He said, you do too many different things. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't. I don't do anything different. I go, maybe to you it looks like it's different, but to me, doing martial arts and teaching pickup are actually the same subject. It's not different. I go, that's why I got so good at this thing because it wasn't like I, well, I'm now I'm going to do something totally new. I'm not doing anything else. So how many subjects do I study? You know, I study one subject, the subject of me. Like Socrates, know thyself. I want to know me and how I become most efficient, happy, successful, and, and survive the best I can. Now, that can mean I have, I study algebra. Like, I have algebra books that I read, okay? It could mean that I study philosophy. I love reading philosophy. Uh, it could be cartoons. I watch fucking cartoons or video games. I study video games. Uh, speeches by athletes. I just watched something with Michael Jordan not too long ago. Uh, to, of course, people like Tony Robbins, you know, actual people who, who motivate people and teach them skills. So, that's my bookshelf is filled with stuff like this. It, but but they all are the same thing to me. 
because I'm looking at it from a perspective of, for example, okay, so let's say, for example, how can I um, affect the mind of somebody else in a way to convince them of my ideas better, right? So there's that idea. Now I'm listening to Michael Jordan, and he's giving you a um, Hall of Fame speech, which is what I was watching, right? And his Hall of Fame speech, I start to see that every time he talks about adversity, I'm emotionally, um, in, I'm emotionally impacted by the way he talks about it. So I note it down. I said, man, every time that guy talks about adversity, it pushes him to win. And every time I hear that, it does something to me emotionally. So then I learn from his experience how to influence somebody more by talking about adversity in the way that he did. And it had nothing to do with basketball. It had nothing to do with Michael Jordan. It had everything to do with what I wanted to fucking learn. And whatever subject I'm studying, I'm still just studying what I just said. So that's how I did Awesome, man. I couldn't think of a more clear answer than that. And here's our last question. How do you how do you balance handling your opposition and living your life? And I'll jump on it first. The, the way I do it, and I'll keep it as simple as possible, is I accept the fact that I'm going to be getting opposition, uh, and I'm going to be continuously get more and more opposition as I grow. I don't pay any attention to any opposition until it begins to affect me, uh, meaning I have somebody trying to step into my territory, attack my business personally, attack me personally. That's when I'll step in and handle it. But uh, other than that, I'm completely focused on getting what I want, and I understand that opposition is a part of this universe. So until something personally affects me, I don't pay any attention to it. I don't put any focus or energy on it, and I just continuously do my thing. Arash? I think that's the only sane way to deal with opposition. I, I can't imagine any other answer that would be a rational, sane answer. And the only way you deal with opposition is you deal with them when they're in your way, and then you don't think about them any other time. You know, um, they can motivate you from far away. If you see your competitor doing really well, um, that should be a motivation for you. You know, like, wow, look at them. Shit, if they can do it, I can do it. Outside of that, there's no other attention to give to them because you're busy doing your own thing. If you're worried about them, then you don't, you're not busy enough. So you just do your thing, and then when someone's in front of you, if they're trying to block your way, then you deal with them as that situation requires. Otherwise, to spend one more ounce on them is just stupidity. Awesome. Well, uh, that pretty much wraps it up, Arash. I know we have the uh, Venus Moon event this weekend. Before we, we call it a, a podcast, did you want to you know, give a little plug in case anybody would like to uh, attend? Um, it's going to be in Hollywood. And go on Facebook and find it. It has to do with um, male and female dynamics and relationships. It's for men and women. Um, outside of that, if you guys enjoy... Uh, my talks, then you do uh, Diamond Mind on AriseLafar.com. Uh, if you enjoy BC's products, then you go on, is it on BrianCasella.com? What's the website now, Brian? Yeah, it's the same thing, BrianCasella.com. BrianCasella.com. So, you know, you're listening to these podcasts, you're getting the information, and if it's moving you, and if it's charging you up, then you should realize that both of us, him and myself, uh, it's it's we 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 find it, if there are any obligations, the obligation is to our own success 
and making sure that we are the best at what we do. So we both take a lot of pride in our products. We take a lot of pride in our teachings because we don't want to be number two to anybody, and we're not. So I would highly advise if these uh, podcasts are, are doing something for you, then just check out the websites and, and grab some product. Do something. You know what I mean? Do do something. Start wherever you can and then take it further and further. I, that That is what I would highly, highly recommend because you're barely touching the surface right now. It shouldn't just be motivational. It shouldn't just be inspirational that while you feel better. It should be like you should do some research to find out the techniques behind these things. There are actual techniques here of selling, techniques of communicating, techniques of the mind, of seduction. There's ways to do it. It's not just uh, two people who got lucky and, and you know, were so inspired and excited and things worked for them. We have to, and we still do, we have to research and try and try again and, 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 and do it again and, and fail a thousand fucking times and figure out what one thing works. That's why we charge. And that's why I charge so much for my events compared to a lot of the people because I'm like, it's not just the information you're paying for. You're paying for what the fuck I had to do to test that goddamn information after I found the information. We can all watch the same fucking YouTube videos. How many people have read the same books I've read? So too many to count because I've read a lot of bestsellers that I use in my life. And yet they can't do shit about it. So somebody would have to pay to see how I read the same book and applied that information. And not only that, what adversities did I overcome in the process of doing that? And that is where the money goes. You see that? That's what people don't understand. It's like you could Google anything right now. Google anything you want, but it's not going to do you any good. You've got to get with somebody who themselves has gone through the process so they can then help guide you through the pitfalls. There you go. Awesome. It's like I always tell people, Rosh, you're, when you learn from us, you're learning from a point of experience, not just theory. And I think what you said was a great way of uh, actually demonstrating that. Exactly. Cool. So that wraps it up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here, Arash. Thank you again, my brother. I'm looking forward to seeing you thank again you. this weekend, and we'll be in touch. Thank you.